0: Welcome to Let's Share, hosted by me, Leah Byers, president and founder of Havanita Ministry, a faith-based nonprofit that promotes the human interaction of sharing what we have and expressing what we need. The guests in the podcast are the people who I have connection stories with and have something meaningful to share in their communities of connection. Thank you for listening. Let's share. I am so excited today to welcome a longtime friend and colleague in the nonprofit world and ministry world, Juliana Albino. She is the director of the Safe Families Chapter in Miami. She is a wonderful woman serving the Lord for so many years in so many ways, and now in such an important ministry for families in Miami. So welcome. I'm so glad you're with us today, Juliana.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Leah. I'm very happy, excited to be here about our conversation and grateful, you know, just for our friendship
0: overall. Well, I feel the same way. And we had some wonderful connection and it was through church. And, you know, for some reason, I went back and looked at some old emails that we had. I still have them in my system. Vacation Bible School was kind of the core of how we met.
1: <laughs> and,
0: Wow, how fun that was. Vacation Bible School, such an important thing for churches to be able to do to lead children to Christ and give children instead of an every week experience. You know, day after day, they get an opportunity to grow and learn in their faith. And so I just loved doing VBS because it was also a lot of fun. You got to do activities and and really just have that experience with children that you don't always get when you're in church, when it's every week, when you get a full week with them, it's a great experience. And so that's really how we connected. So you want to share a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree about the importance of VBS. I come from a Brazilian, like, like, a, like Hispanic Latino a church and we don't have that culture of VBS. And when I had my children, they were young I used to work in a medical clinic and my colleague, he shared with me about this VBS and summer camp. And it was the first time I've I heard. And when I, and I was looking like what I'm going to do with my kids now during the summertime, I, I need to work. I don't want them to be in the house or uh, they were young. So it was such a good encounter, you know, like to see what you were doing at the church through VBS. And I, My kids loved it, you know, and I think for five years, they were attending the VBS and summer camp. It made such a huge difference. And I remember sharing this with all my church family and they all start going to the church as well on the following years. And I was impacted and very thankful to have a safe space for our children to learn about God and have fun in a very healthy environment. And you became my mentor in terms of VBS and summer camp because after that, um, I brought the idea to my church and we start doing VBS because of you and what you were doing at the church at that moment. So it was very exciting, you know.
0: It was also a very big honor for me to be able to come and even do a presentation at your church and training on children's ministry. And what an honor and experience to do that and the ripple effect of seeing that they actually started engaging more in something that is so impactful to children to have that opportunity where children are in, a, in the summer, you know, they're more relaxed, they can really have fun and enjoy. And it's, a, it's an opportunity to really help them grow spiritually. So wow, thank you so much for that opportunity.
1: And on that note, to tell you that I knew going to my church and sharing your experience and your knowledge, it was very generous from you, because you were like, Giving part of your time and sharing your knowledge, and I feel like the the people, the children at that back then, I was the children's ministry leader, and people were very grateful. The way you spoke, you were very vulnerable. The way you said you started, you know, things and how you grew up on on your ministry, affirming the ones that even though you don't have like maybe so much knowledge, but if you have the heart to do it, God's gonna use you. And it's going to lead you through that. So I also remember that back then, my church never had this kind of interaction with other church. Uh, And that was something new that we brought somebody from another church, another brother and sister to share with us. So that was a, a big step for us as well. And I, I I have good memories about that day. Thank you.
0: Well, I, again, appreciate the honor and it's just awesome that we are still connected. And that's the other fascinating piece to this is that, you know, I had a journey of being in, in ministry for several years in, in a church, and then I switched to another nonprofit organization in the mental health field. And then you were in a different realm of life too, and we connected in an outreach opportunity for your new role. And that's how we've kind of reinvigorated our connection. So Safe Families is that.
1: I am excited to learn with you even more to just, I know you, you coach you know leaders and i want to take advantage of that you know because i am safe families for children is very new in miami it's a national organization nationwide but in miami we have been here for three years only and literally i started i met safe families and i wanted to become a volunteer and then it became this opportunity to work with Safe Families and launch Safe Families in Miami. So I, I have a lot of space to learn with with people that have been this doing this for many years. And I hope to continue our relationship and learn more from what, and I know you have great tools. I see your podcasts and all your... Seventh Level Leadership. leadership. Yeah, the blog. <laughs> yes, yes. So I want to, to be able to learn more with you.
0: Well, it's very interesting uh, that... I was actually introduced to Safe Families when I was in the ministry, and we were next door to a children's home, and they had connected with Safe Families, and they were promoting it, but the children's home, because of the way DCF is functioning, all basically shut down, and then it was so exciting to see that you had stepped up and stepped into this and that there was actually a Miami chapter because it was a lot more difficult when it was based in another part of the country. So I think that the fact that God has ordered the steps for safe families to have its own chapter, to be learning and growing in Miami, and the mission of it is so important. So I would love for you to just take a a little bit of time to share about the mission and vision of Safe Families in the overarching piece and, and how it's playing out in Miami.
1: That's awesome. Well, I'm passionate about Safe Families because before meeting Safe Families, I became a you know licensed foster parent. But it made so much sense for me when I saw the vision and the mission of Safe Families, which is focused not only on the child, but its family oriented. So we wrap around the whole family. We care for the whole family. We want to walk alongside the parents because they want to be the best parents, but they are are lacking support and community. So we see with good eyes. We believe in the parents and we want them to be connected to the resources in the city, be connected to community so they can get back on their feet, thrive, and children, you know, are safe and families together. So Safe Families for Children is a prevention model. We have developed this friendly model that just can take a hold of, like they they can use. We are just a tool for the church and and they can use that. have a a very efficient model and, and ministry to serve the community, the vulnerable, the families that are in crisis. In a nutshell, I would say that Safe Families is a nonprofit organization, volunteer-driven through the local church that prevents more children to enter the foster care system because we surround that family with a group of volunteers that can just walk alongside them, connect them to the resources so they can get back on their feet. That's basically our mission. Our core values are radical hospitality, We believe it's through relationship that hope comes and people have the strength to reach their goals. We open up our hearts and we open up our cars to drive them some places or our homes. So it is very it's not so much transactional we want to give the tangible needs through the volunteers we we can provide food and clothes but it's literally very relational it's just like becoming the extended family support for those
0: families you know I think that was probably the most profound part about what safe families does is the goal is to mitigate children being put into the foster care system and as I recall, the reason that it's so vital is because once a kid is registered in that system, it could take months for them to come out. And a parent might just be having a health issue or a job issue, financial or something that could be mitigated that doesn't really have anything to do with pulling a child out of a home other than they just, they really just need some support. You
1: know, sometimes cases that mom calls us because she's pregnant. She has a, a young a old, like child, and they don't have anybody to watch the child while she goes to the hospital to deliver the baby. We have so many different scenarios in need. Sometimes it's an undocumented immigrant needing assistance, help. Sometimes it's a mom in a shelter. And, you know, I have a case, a beautiful case to share. This mom, she, she was moving forward with her husband and her little baby, but immigration detained him. And... Because of that, he was detained for six months. She lost, she couldn't pay her apartment, her car, and she ended up in a shelter with her baby. And she was so depressed, so like devastated by that difficult season. And she heard about us, and she called for help. And I think those women and those dads as well, because we serve dads as well, they are very brave to say, I need help. Because it's not an easy thing to do. And they, and, and she start walking with us, with the volunteers. You need to see that her husband was released. They were separated a month because he was in a shelter. She was in a shelter, but now he got a job. They are together in a little apartment. The daughter is doing well, daycare. And it's such a beautiful thing. And not only that, she's connected to a church, a local church. She's attending a local church. They are part of, and the the church embraces them. They are very careful, like, oh, how they can get here to the church? Who's gonna pick them up? And it's a beautiful thing, you know, to see. That's what the church is called to do. And Safe Family is just a tool to help the church walk with them, you know. Because some, I, I understand that the leadership and the volunteers they need maybe this guidance from an organization that is connected to the resources in the city. We know where to look for housing or legal assistance or uh, any kind of therapy, we, maybe we, we know how to connect them and the church doesn't have those that knowledge and we guide the volunteers, you know. So it is a privilege, it's an honor to see how our presence The presence of the volunteer, they made such a huge difference. And I just yesterday talking to that mom, we had an interview for a podcast and she was sharing with them like what I most am grateful is, of course, they gave me food, they gave me diapers, they gave me things, but it was inviting me to have a a good meal it's to have a coffee. And she said, you don't know the power of having a coffee with someone. So, I and I think it makes sense, right? Because Jesus came on earth, he's Emmanuel, because of his presence, it's it, we need that. We need to understand that our presence, even it's like on the phone, talking, checking in, are you doing okay? Do you need something? And just listening to someone, that makes a whole difference in people's lives.
0: I think that is just an amazing way to lay it out. And for the opportunity for church to have a resource of your organization as safe families where you can coach them through how to support families that are in a crisis and the opportunity and privilege to prevent a deeper issue of going into the care system versus being able to keep a family together and to allow that family to grow and build in time. It kind of reminds me of Mount St. Helens. You know, Mount St. Helens had a volcano and it exploded, and we went a few years later, and maybe ten years later, and it looked like nothing had happened except the top wasn't there anymore. But everything started growing back and developing, and I feel like that's what happens sometimes with families. You know, there's a there's a season where the volcano is going to explode, but if the natural capacity for humans to serve and and to minister to that person around them, they're going to heal and they're going to be restored to be able to grow and and move on. So yeah, I feel that's like that's a big piece.
1: And I wanna say something about this. The relationship is mutual. And it's amazing when you serve those families, how much you grow in your faith, in your dependency of God, in the sense of community and working as a team and understanding that we're not the savior. We're not here to fix anybody's problem, but we are here just to be there and just help them go through that season. So I I always tell the volunteers, be ready for a deeper discipleship tool, because that's a transforming tool. You know, when you serve the vulnerable, because you're going to be tested on your judgments. You're going to be refined so it is a beautiful thing I've been growing and I admire so much some of the parents that I I've been walking with how resilient they are how they are grateful so it is like how resourceful they are I have a dream you know I want to do next year for sure God's going to open the this door I want to do a peer support group with all the moms and the parents because they can teach each other a lot you know like the resources and you know when they are together they are going through the same things they feel more comfortable even to open up because they're very resourceful they know things like yesterday i was telling please you found that information send it to me because i want to share with other moms they are resourceful they are not passive they are trying to fight for their life so that's a mutual relationship don't think that you are going to volunteer just to give 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 because the bible is true when you give you receive and why jesus told us better to serve than to receive he came to serve and give his life for us so that's our mission and that's a our motto is him so we need to to do that for our own sake for our own sake and another thing i want to share with you about prevention is that 97 percent of the children and families that we serve they are together they don't they don't fall into the foster care season so the outcome is
0: amazing that is a great statistic it is that's major And nationally,
1: the the statistics is
0: 95%,
1: but here in Miami, we have 97% rate of very few cases we saw not ending up well, or some of them, they kind of disappear on us. So we don't know the the end result, but because the involvement is voluntary, we're not
0: forceful. We don't force the parents to get involved with us. Great outcome. Well, I think it's an incredible mission and it's a great way for Like you said, people to give and then realize they're going to receive also. And what they receive is not what they expected. Sometimes we're giving and the giving is an investment that we get in return, just like the stock market. There's a return on the investment sometimes. So it's sometimes it's an up and down because it's always a challenge when you're trying to serve and you're not, you're learning or they're learning, but at the same, same pace, like you say, people become more resilient. They grow and they have experiences that they can reinvest in somebody else. And that's uh, from a second Corinthians verse that I've always been very inspired by, which is the giving and receiving that God, when he comforts us, we comfort others as we ourselves have been comforted by God. And it just circles around and around that that's what we really want to do. That's my
1: Bible verse, one of my favorites. I have the second one that I'm going to share later with you. Great. Second Bible verse that you know it goes so well with what I what we do through safe families. You know, I want to also share that for church leaders, for the church, it's it creates a very healthy environment um, because when the church is outward, she's looking outward, she's she becomes relevant for the community. Yes, and isn't what the church is about to become relevant. To be very important, because I also I'll always ask the some pastors when I meet. You know, do mm-hmm. you feel if your church closes the door today, that neighborhood is gonna feel? Because if if the answer is not sure, no, I think we need to rethink, right? Because in your neighborhood there are people suffering, and to look outward, and I see when the the church applies. And, and embrace a family's model or any kind of outreach because we're I know we're not the only one at all but we are a great tool and I, I believe when we when they embrace that you see the growth of the of the congregation the growth in, in maturity but and sometimes people also come and you know some of those families become members of the church some of them go to another church but in reality the we have a kingdom vision right It doesn't matter if they're coming to my church, but if they become believers, we reach
0: the goal. That's the kingdom vision. Absolutely, because it's the big C church that we're really focused on. And the kingdom of the Lord is far broader than just here and then you know Miami is such an amazing space that there's a ripple effect as i always say to other countries because when you're investing in people that are from around around south america and cuba and there's a ripple effect of their experience to others that are in other parts of the world because they're related or they're friends and it's an amazing thing that you can be in one space and having an impact on the global effort Mm -hmm. of the world. I am really excited for what's coming up for you all in the coming year, and that you've been so faithful to do this. I know this probably wasn't on your list originally, but as God has ordered your steps, you're doing something that's so important. You've started a chapter in Miami that did not exist, so it's very fortunate that that is taking place, and so as we kind of Wrapping up, I would love to hear just some things that you would like to share in terms of the scripture you were talking about and just some things of how people can reach out. What's the process, whether it's as a volunteer or if there's a family that's in need right now, what are some things that they need to do? So
1: I will start with the Bible verse because that Bible verse has been speaking to me besides Corinthians that you mentioned. It says, a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. That's Proverbs 11, 25. I love that Bible verse. It's so true. <laughs> I, I've i been experiencing this personally because who doesn't go through crisis in their life? And I have my own crisis, my own difficulties, but I see when I serve others, when I give my resources to them and my resources can be my time, my house, and even money. One of the things that I, I really was asking the Lord, you know, when I start Safe Amps was I want to be able to give as well in all different ways of giving and it is so good practice generosity because it is true that we'll be refreshed and i've been refreshed these days in the season that i am as a mother as a wife and as a human being that go through difficult seasons now to there is many ways there are many ways to serve with safe families pray of course because this it's a ministry we don't do things without the lord with by being led by the Holy Spirit, because we need to have discernment, how to help someone, because we don't want to enable, we don't want to, we want to have discernment and good boundaries, healthy boundaries, right? So we need the Holy Spirit. So prayer is always welcome. So if you want to join us in prayer, I I welcome your prayers. We have been having families that is, some crises are very deep and it's different areas, you know, like not only financial, but emotionally and it's tough. The other ways you can become a champion, like catalyst of the movement by donating money. So right now we are going to have a big campaign on Give Miami Day, but it's not only Give Miami Day. You can always join us and any amount matters and it's a, it's a seed that's going to multiply. I want to mention that Safe Families is a nonprofit organization privately funded. We don't have funds from the government. So it's donors like you and me, local business, share with your network about us. Maybe you have a friend and if time doesn't allow you to become a volunteer, but you have the resources financially to support, why not? You can be part of this big mission and impact a family's life. It's one family at a time. And another way is becoming a volunteer. We do need volunteers because we are volunteer driven. I want to say that it's not only me in Miami, that is part of the staff of Safe Families. I have a partner, Desiree, and she's doing an amazing job also now launching another program, a parenting class program called Every Mother's Advocate. And it's the two of us in the staff, we are to hire more people. We need funds for that. But also the volunteer piece, we're always going to be more focused on volunteers because we don't want to become an agency. And we know this movement is through the local church. This is the church thing. We are here just to support the church. And we are definitely looking for volunteers always in different zip codes of Miami. We need to have churches in all different zip codes. And if you want to apply to become a volunteer, or to donate, you can go to our website. Our website, it's safefamiliesflorida.org. That's our state website, safefamiliesflorida.org. If you want to know more, if you have questions, if you're not clear, because I can explain that everybody can do something. There is There are different roles to become a volunteer. You can be a resource friend, a family friend, a coach, I can explain to you what are those roles, what are the commitments. And literally, it's very easy and simple. We like to make this easy, a step, easy steps to become a volunteer. So it's not long trainings, but we do have background that we need to do it. Because whenever you are dealing with families and children, you had to have a background check done. But it's very simple. And I can explain to you, and you can call me. My phone number is 786 756 750 3908 or you can email me at jalbinoalbino@safefamilies.net. at safefamilies.net. I can send it to you and you, maybe you can share on for people to have that information. I just want to finish saying that everybody can do something and it's one family at a time. And Every dollar counts, and I hope that you can just be inspired today to call us, to reach out, to see what you can do, and we appreciate a lot, and thank you, Leah, again for this wonderful time to be with you and just be able to share about Safe Families.
0: Well, I appreciate just taking the time to think about how God brought us together and how we have now an opportunity 10, 12 years later to be able to talk about something that is part of our heart from the beginning is caring for our families and caring for the families and the communities that we serve for a while. And this is something that's very special to do and to serve in and to be praying for. So thank you so much, Juliana, for doing what you are for Safe Families and for your team. And we do trust that God's got it and that whoever's listening to this is going to be praying for you and trusting and serving as well.
1: I also want to finish honoring you, Leah, because I think your mindset is so kingdom focused because you don't hold information you share, your ministry is about connecting people. We need so much that become more united to serve our community better because there is no one organization, one church that can do all. We need each other. We need to share what we know. And I think the ministry that you're developing and your mindset of like it's in God's heart to bring unity,
0: abundance, and kingdom. And you you have that. And I appreciate so much. Thank you. Well, thank you again for all that you're doing and for being with us on Let's Share. And let's just believe God's got it. Yes. (laughs) All right. Thank you for sharing your time listening to this Let's Share podcast. Our hope is that you receive some inspiration to give and receive because giving plus receiving equals sharing. If you want to learn more about Have a Need a Ministry, go to haveaneedaministry.com. Look forward to connecting soon!